Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the late night edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Amy Robach and TJ Holmes, Al Roker, Iggy Azalea, Clarence Gilliard Jr., Christine McVie, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve. By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest of what's going on in the world of entertainment. And now you, I know you're looking at the clock and you're saying, well, it's late tonight. Well, usually we broadcast in the afternoon between 3 to 4 p.m. That's our new hours. We used to broadcast at 1 p.m. on Wednesday afternoon. But today we had to do a little something different. Uh, this is the late night edition of That's Entertainment. And uh, if you want to know more about the show, uh, you can also click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, uh, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T. Entertained in the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O in the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs, that's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a mostly clear 42 degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you uh, for once again for hanging out with me and joining me here on this Wednesday evening. So how has everyone been? Hopefully you had a great day so far. Hopefully you had a great week so far. Uh, last week, uh, last Wednesday, we were celebrating Thanksgiving here in, um, in the United States. Hopefully you had a great uh, time with your family. I know I did. And uh, now tomorrow is December 1st, and here we are 
jumpstart to the holiday uh, season. So uh, one holiday down, two more to go. Time is moving. Time is moving fast. Uh, this week's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Amy Robach and uh, a friend to our show, T.J. Holmes. Uh, there's rumors going around that um, they have some kind of on screen chemistry that has now developed into a very intimate off-camera relationship for the co-anchors. I'll tell you the latest. Uh, Al Roker had to make another visit to a hospital amid his ongoing health scare due to blood clots. Uh, he had a, a, He had went in for the blood clots, I think, a week, a couple of weeks prior, and then he was uh, checking out of the hospital. Matter of fact, he checked out of the hospital on Thanksgiving because, you know, usually he hosts uh, the Thanksgiving parade. He had to go right back in. I'll tell you what happened. Uh, Iggy Azalea is taking a break uh, to focus on her health. Uh, she uh, she recently revealed that she's recovering from complications after back surgery. I'll tell you the latest. And um, we just lost uh, a couple of celebrities. Uh, Clarence Gilliard III, you know him from his roles in Die Hard, Top Gun, and uh, Walker, Texas Rangers. He had died at the age of 66. I'll tell you about him. And we just found out today uh, the longtime member of Fleetwood Mac, Songbird Christine, Christine McVie, had just passed away. She uh, passed away in her native England. Uh, she was 79 years old. Her death was confirmed on social media today, and I'll tell you about her. And, um, oh, just a lot more. Um, the update on Jay Leno, he returned up back to uh, the stage to do some comedy uh, after he had uh, was in the hospital for uh, suffering from ser- serious burns this month. And I'll tell you how he did. And um, Joe Pesci uh, suffered from some serious burns to his head when he was filming Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and how he... You know, he had to do like a body double. Now, this was a while, a while ago, but he was—we he, never knew that he had serious burns after doing Home Alone too. So he uh, spills the beans on what happened. So we, this is just the tip of what we're going to do today. Um, let's start with. Uh, it seemed like that the Good Morning America host Amy Robach and uh, T.J. Holmes. On-screen chemistry has developed into an intimate off-camera relationship for the co-anchors. Now, Amy Robach is staying away from social media amid her affair scandal involving her colleague, T.J. Holmes. The Good Morning America anchor has shut down her Instagram page after news broke of her alleged secret romance with her co-host. The 49-year-old reporter deactivated her account on Wednesday afternoon, November 30th, after she had had limited comments, had limited comments when uh, fans noticed she had removed her wedding band and stopped posting photos of her husband, actor Andrew Shue. Uh, 
Now, TJ's Instagram account has also been deactivated, although page six note that he made the move before his relationship with Amy made headlines. Now, according to reports, Amy and TJ's steaming relationship began in March when they began training together for the New York City Half Marathon, which Amy ran with her husband, Andrew. They had been since spotted getting affectionate on many occasions, both in indoor and outdoor settings, and a series of photos obtained by the Daily Mail show the pair getting flirty post-filming session at a New York City bar. And after Amy husband Andrew and TJ wife Marilee Feibig learn of their secret romance, the pair reportedly separate from their respective spouses in August. While they were still keeping their relationship hush-hush, Amy and TJ continued having secret rendezvous. Two weeks before Thanksgiving, they went on a getaway to a remote cottage where the former CNN anchor was pictured giving his lover a playful squeeze from behind as she packed up the car. Now, while they did not spend Thanksgiving together, Amy and TJ wasted no time reuniting after Thanksgiving. The pair took an Uber to TJ's place, and they held hands in the back of the car on their way to his apartment. Uh, Neither Amy nor TJ has spoken up on the affair rumors. Uh, Amy has been married to Andrew since 2009, while TJ married Atlanta area attorney Mary Lee in 2010. Uh, They both joined Good Morning America in 2014 and have been co-hosts of the show Lunchtime Segment, GMA3. Very interesting. Now, um, for all you uh, listeners who have been with me from the very beginning since I started this show in 2009, I had the privilege of interviewing T.J. Holmes uh, about 10 years ago. Actually, I interviewed T.J. Holmes Exactly, November 7, 2012, when he was the host of BET, there was a new late-night show that BET was premiering called Don't Sleep. If you want to check out that interview, you can always go back to the archives here on Blog Talk Radio and uh, just type in uh, TJ Holmes. Uh, I I, I had the privilege of interviewing TJ Holmes, very nice man. he uh, started out as, uh, again, like I said, on this new BET late night show, and he gradually moved to, I think he went on to anchor for, um, he, before he came to Good Morning America, he was also doing another, uh, he was CNN, our anchor, that's what he was. And now he, and then he eventually moved to Good Morning America. But uh, there are pictures of them, you know, uh, holding hands. Uh, he's standing real close behind her. It looked like uh, she was getting into the car, bending over the car. And he, he, it looked like he allegedly put his hand on her behind. So yeah, they got some photos out there. They, they, like they always say, uh, "Where are the receipts? There are receipts out here." But um, hey, I mean, but you know, the thing is, they both were happily married. No one knew uh, that they both were that close. You know, we. I mean, we knew they had uh, again an on-screen chemistry when they were on good, when they're on Good Morning America. But who knew? Who knew? Um, Al Roker 
had to make another visit to a hospital amid his ongoing health scare due to blood clots. The Today Weathercaster was reportedly hospitalized once again just 24 hours after being released. A source told Page Six that the 68-year-old was taken away by ambulance to the Uptown Manhattan Hospital. Meanwhile, his wife, Deborah Roberts, tried to break into their malfunction Tesla to retrieve her mobile phone to follow him. Now, Deborah allegedly attempted to smash her way through a reinforced glass window on the front side of the car with the help of a neighbor outside their Upper East Side home. And this is according to a witness. Now, one witness told the outlet that Al was taken from his home in a stretcher back to the hospital on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, the uh, onlooker uh, continues saying that his condition was worrying, but once back in the hospital, he improved. Uh, his wife, Deborah, was understandably very upset. She had left her phone and other possessions inside their Tesla, which had malfunctioned and wouldn't unlock, so she was trying to smash in a window. Uh, was Noting that uh, Deborah's attempt was unsuccessful, uh, the informant added that Deborah then went to the hospital by taxi with her daughter, where Al has since been surrounded by his family. Now, Al, who was supposed to host Wednesday's Rockefeller Christmas Tree Lighting, greeted his fans on social media on November 24th after being discharged from the hospital. And at that time, he shared a photo of him watching his colleague, Hoda Kabi and uh, Savannah Guthrie, hosting Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Iggy Azalea is taking a break to focus on her health after performing as the opening act for a Pittsburgh Pitbull's Can't Stop Us Now tour, and at halftime during the Raider, Raiders versus uh, the Texan game in October, the 32-year-old rapper revealed that she is currently in recovery from complication after back surgery. Now, according to the fancy rapper, the recovery process includes being hooked up to a million machines and bedridden for three weeks during which she didn't walk except to use the bathroom. She, impressed, uh, she expressed that being unable to fly caused her to lose her film opportunity, but she will focus on walking and sitting for now after being taken off of bed rest. Now, according to Isaiah, since the start of her recovery journey five weeks ago, she had trained every day to be able to walk again. She also responded to a fan expressing that doctors have been happy with her recovering process. She closed off her messages by uh, telling fans, no, she closed off the message by telling them that the experience had given her a new appreciation for her body and that she hopes to be in good health by Christmas, though her experience, however, remain, she remains in good spirits. Uh, and speaking of Iggy Azalea, she has sold her entire master's and publishing catalog uh, in an eight-figure deal to Domain Capital, the deal includes 100% of the Australian rapper's share of hits, including Fancy and Problem. It also allows for Azalea to earn future revenue on master recordings. Uh, this is according to a report from Billboard. The mother of one is set to release new music in early 2023 under her own independent label, Bad Dreams, with an administration deal under Sony Music Publishing. Now, Azalea is the latest artist to sell their catalog for a massive payout, future so his to influence media partners back in September. 
Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a late-night edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every Wednesday we give you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertainment. One, that's T-H-A-T-S Entertain is number one You can also follow me on Twitter At Stiletto14 Stiletto, like the high heel shoe S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O And the number 14 You can also follow me on Instagram At T Jones Gibbs That's T-J-O-N-E-S G-I-B-B-S Unfortunately, you know I always say uh, They always say celebrities die in threes And um over the past couple of days, that's just what happened. We just lost Irene Cara, who was best known for her uh, uh, portrayal of Coco Hernandez in the 1980 movie Fame. Uh, she was only 63 years old. They never revealed what was her, how she died, but still 63 years old, and and she's gone. <coughs> Excuse me, and a lot of people who were fans of her was devastated because they just hear this beautiful woman who um, starred in Fame. She also uh, sang the theme to Flashdance. She, you know, nobody knew that she was sick or anything, but yeah, she's gone. Also, we lost uh, Clarence Gilliard the Jr. Uh, he was best known for his role. In uh, Die Hard, he also had roles in uh, Top Gun and Walker, Texas Ranger. He died at the age of 66. Now, news of his tragic passing was confirmed by the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, where he worked as a film and theater professor for the College of Fine Arts. The cause of death have not been revealed either. Now, UNLV film chair Heather Addison, she considered Gilliard to be a beacon of light and strength for everyone around him. And according to UNLV, Gilliard uh, persuade acting, uh, pursued acting, act, actually, after studying at the theater arts at California State University, uh, Dominguez Hills. He scored his first television role on Different Strokes in 1981 and made his film debut in Top Gun in 1986. Two years later, he landed Die Hard. His overall career as an actor, director, and producer spanned 30 years. He spent over a decade starring in Madlock and Walker, Texas Ranger, before taking a sabbatical and getting an NFA in theater performance at Southern Methodist University. Uh, he began teaching in 2006 and direct production at the UNLV Conservatory Theater. Uh, Gilliard uh, briefly returned to the silver screen last year to appear alongside Bruce Willis and Deborah White in a Die Hard battery commercial. Uh, again, our condolences go to the Gilliard family during this time. And we also just recently found out today that songbird Christine McVie 
a longtime member of Fleetwood Mac, responsible for some of the band's biggest hits, including Don't Stop, You Make Loving Fun, and Everywhere, has died in her native England. She was 79. Her death was confirmed on her social media account on Wednesday. McVie was a singer, songwriter, and keyboardist for the iconic British-American rock band, whose greatest hits include Over My Head, Rhiannon, and Dreams from their 1970 album, Fleetwood Mac and Rumors. Remaining Fleetwood Mac frontwoman Stevie Nicks paid tribute to McVie in a handwritten note posted on Instagram. She went on to say she didn't get a chance to see McVie before she died and dedicated the ham song Hallelujah to her former bandmate. Uh, born Christine Ann Perfect in uh, Bow Lancaster, England, McVie launched, uh, launched her co- recording career with the British blue band Chicken Shack before joining Fleetwood Mac in 1970. She married the band's bass guitarist John McVie in 1968 and changed her name professionally. Now, McVie wrote and sang lead on the top five songs, Over My Head, You Make Loving Fun, Everywhere Little Lies, and Don't Stop, which President Bill Clinton used as his campaign song. And known for his numerous personal changes and scandalous behind-the-scenes stories, Fleetwood Mac involved from a 1960 London blues band into a California pop-rock powerhouse in 1974 with the addition of Nick's and Lindsay Buckingham. Uh, McVie also stood out as a prolific songwriter whose songs Say You Love Me and Songbird would go on to be covered by the likes of country artists such as Stephanie Winslow and Willie Nelson. The soulful singer left Fleetwood Mac several times through the years to record as a solo artist, and in 1984 she scored a chart-topping on her own with Got a Hold on Me from her second solo album after rejoining the group several times, she returned permanently in 2014. So our condolences go out to her family as well. Uh, Joe Pecci suffered from a serious from serious burns to his head while filming Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, while he had a body double for the real heavy stunts. When reprising his role as criminal Harry in the 1992 sequel, the 79-year-old star will still sustain various injuries as a result of the prank played on his act character, including having his hat set on fire by Macaulay Culkin's Kevin McAllister um, uh, yeah, that's Macaulay's uh, character that he played, Kevin McAllister. Uh, Joe deliberately kept his distance from uh, Macaulay, uh, who's now 42, can you believe it, on the set of the Home Alone film in order to maintain the integrity of their relationship on screen. The good fellow actor thinks it is unlikely he will reprise the role of Harry again in the future because he doesn't think any new film could recreate the innocence of the original. He said, quote, while you never say never, I think that it would be difficult to replicate not only the success but also the overall uh, innocence of the originals. It's a different time now. Attitudes and priorities have changed in 30 years. Now, Jay Leno, he returned to the stage, uh, to the stand-up stage, actually, and it wasn't an entirely smooth ride. The comedian uh, grazed a police car upon arriving at the California Comedy Club on Sunday for his first performance since suffering serious burns this month. 
Uh, Leno reportedly struck a Hermosa Beach Police Department vehicle uh, tire before going into the Comedy and Magic Club. Now, he downplayed the incident after the show, telling reporters he really didn't hit a cop car after a media member said there was no damage to either vehicle. An official with the Hermosa Beach Police told the New York Daily News that the department cannot confirm nor deny the existence of a traffic collision report. Leno's stand-up set came less than a week after he was released from the Grossman Burns Center in Los Angeles, where he was treated for the deep second-degree and possibly third-degree burn he suffered on November 12th when a car he was working on caught fire. The former Tonight Show host underwent at least one surgery at the Burns Center where he stayed for more than a week. Uh, and, and this I didn't know. Uh, Jay Leno is a, a native of New Rochelle, New York. And Leno is a well-known car collector who has hosted the uh, CNBC series Jay Leno's Garage, highlighting vintage and interesting vehicles since 2014. He told reporters that Sunday's stand-up show went well, saying they were a great crowd. I hear that. Uh, Rapper Glorilla and Lotto are delivering their holiday gifts early. That's right. As the two have teased a new collaborative effort slated to release this Friday, December 2nd. Um, the two uh, last worked together on Glow's FNF Let's Go remix, which also featured JT, and preceded the Memphis rapper's latest collaboration with Cardi B on Tomorrow 2. The original FNF Let's Go and the latter appear on uh, Glow's debut EP, Anyways, Life Great. Glow and Cardi B recently blazed the 2022 American Music Awards stage as they performed their collab live for the first time. Big Glow and Big Lotto both had a stellar year as Lotto not only won Song of the Year for Big Energy at the 2022 BET Hip Hop Awards, but is also nominated for a 2023 Grammy. Glow is also nominated for the Best Rap Performance Grammy following her big win for Breakthrough Hip Hop Artist at the BET Hip Hop Awards. The Southern Bells arguably had two of the biggest songs in hip hop this year. The single Woman Anthem F&F Let Go peaked at number one on the Billboard Mainstream R&B Hip Hop Airplay and number 11 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Chart. Big Energy also had great reception this year as a debut at number three on the Hot 100, making it Lotto's highest charter song to date, as well as the longest charting solo female rap song on the Billboard charts. Lotto uh, performed the fantasy sample song with Mariah Carey at the 2022 BET Awards. As of now, a snippet of Glorilla and Lotto's uh, forthcoming track has not been released, but fans can take a listen to their their new song this Friday. Taylor Swift, A Midnight's Keep Unraveling, the latest album from the anti-hero hitmaker, spent a fourth non-consecutive week at number one on the Billboard Hot uh, 200 album chart after earning 177,000 equivalent album units in the U.S. in the weeks ending November 24th. Uh, of the number, SEA units comprised of 118,000 as it equally 
155.8 million on-demand official streams of the set track. Album sales comprise of 57,000, while SEA units comprise of 2,000. Now, things stayed the same in the top four. Drake and 21 Savage joint album, Her Laws, is steady at number two with 119 equivalent album units earned. Uh, Bad Bunny's former number one album, Un Verano Sinti, is a non-mover at number three after earning 56,000 units. And Little Baby, It's Only Me, is also stationary at number four with 48,000 units earned. Meanwhile, Morgan Whalen, uh Dangerous, the double album, moves up one rank from number six to number five after earning 42,000 units. Also rising this week is The Weekend's The Highlight, which climbed from number seven to number six with 39,000 units earned. This week we also see that Michael Jackson's Thriller re-entered the top ten. The former number one album soared high from number 115 to number seven with 37,000 units earned after it was reissued in celebration of its 40th anniversary. Thriller stayed atop the Billboard 200 chart for 37 non-consecutive weeks back in 1983 to 84, marketing the most weeks at number one for an album by a singular artist. And back to the new chart, Harry Styles, former leader of Harry House, rises from uh, number nine to number eight with 33,000 equivalent album units. Another newcomer this week, uh, Rod Wave, Jupiter Diaries, Seven Day Theory, bows at number nine on the Billboard 200 with nearly 31,000 equivalent album units earned. As Christmas is approaching, Michael Bublé's former number one Christmas round out the new top ten after rising from number 19 with 31,000 units. Wow. And uh, right now, let's see here. We have here 29 minutes after the hour. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, Billie Eilish. Uh, she has started making her new album, The Bad Guy, um, and she has begun pinning her highly anticipated third record. Um, it's supposed to be like the follow-up to last year's collection of Happier Than Ever, so we'll be talking about that. Um, Joey Sweden welcomed the idea of another uh, Full House reboot, and uh, Sylvester Stallone is afraid that his reality show would be embarrassing every day during filming. And uh, Naomi Campbell uh, would love to have someone from South London to play her in a biopic. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Okay, seems like we're having a little... Uh, technical difficulties here um, as far as our music goes. Let me just check real quick what's going on. Let's see here. Do that, don't you love live radio? <laughs> live radio. Okay, here we go. Thank you. 
However, Jody starred alongside the late Bob Saget, who passed away in January at the age of 65 after accidentally hitting his head and explained that he was the cast member who made all the phone calls, but admitted that she and her uh, her other co-stars, such as John Stamos and Candace Cameron Burr, as well as Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, still keep in touch. However, her comments come just weeks after Big Shot star John, 69, who plays uh, Jesse Casapopoulos in the 1980s sitcom, insisted that he could not imagine a reboot following the death of Bob. He said, quote, it's just not the same without him. There's something missing. There's a piece missing, unquote. And uh, Sylvester Stallone is afraid that his reality show would be embarrassing every day during filming. The Rocky star had welcomed TV cameras into his house so fans could see what life is like for him, his wife Jennifer Slavin, and their daughters Sophia, no, I'm sorry, Sophia, Sestine, and Scarlett. They're 26, 24, and 20 years old. Now, although he had reservations about the project, he overcame them by setting some boundaries because he wanted to do the show for his kids to explore their lives. The 76-year-old actor admitted that the series is uncharted waters, but he wanted to show fans his human side. Meanwhile, the expendable actor shares some details about his morning routine, which involves some quiet time to exercise. He said, quote, I think everyone should afford themselves an hour in the morning before the madness starts, unquote. Naomi Campbell would love to have someone from South London to play her in a biopic, hoping for someone to make a biopic about her life. The 52-year-old model would rather have an unknown actress to play her in the film. Now, Naomi, who was born in the U.K. capital, told the Daily Mail newspaper, quote, I would like it to be someone who is unknown and preferably someone from South London, unquote. The catwalk star had experienced plenty of ups and downs in her life, including battling drug addiction and alcohol addiction. And now Naomi is determined to support the stars of the future. She said, I had my success, and I want to see the success of the next generation. Unquote. Now, Naomi, who began her modeling career as a teenager, admitted to feeling honored after being handed the role. She said, quote, regardless of where you are from where you are now, there are young leaders within your community doing amazing work. Sometimes they're not seen, and some of them may not see themselves as leaders yet, but they all deserve our support and access to education and resources. And uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, maintained its reign in the North American box office after a three-week run in theaters. The latest Marvel superhero movie bagged an estimated $64 million from the five-day Thanksgiving weekend, 45.9 of it from the three-day weekend from a current domestic growth of $367.7 million. The Ryan Coogler directed sequel added 32.1 from offshore markets for an international total of $307.9 million. It brings the movie global cumulative to $675.6 million so far. The Black Panther sequel, Third Winning Street, is a tribute to the title to no competition from new releases. In fact, when the newcomers, Disney's Strange World, failed to entice the audience, bagging an estimated 18.6 over the five days and 11.9 over the three-day frame. 
The animated movie about a family explorer, which carried a reported $180 million budget, also bombed in international markets. It arrived with just 9.2 million in 43 countries as it entered the overseas landscape with no holidays to boast it, and the World Cup acting as a distraction while also they skipped several markets. Uh, Netflix Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery, meanwhile land third on the domestic chart. It has brought in approximately $9.4 million after playing in 696 theaters for a brief limited run before hitting the streaming service on December 23rd. And for the fourth place goes to Devotion, a war epic based on the true story of Jesse Brown, the first black uh, aviator in the history of the U.S. Navy, who, along with his friend Tom Hudner, was pivotal in turning the tide in one of the most brutal battles of the Korean War. The film, starring Don- Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell, made nine million in its first five days and six million for the weekend from three thousand four hundred five locations. The Menu, a satire fine dining thriller, starring uh, Ralph Finnis. Uh, and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, that place is fifth with an estimated uh, $7.4 million for the past five days and $5.2 million for the weekend in its second week. And overall, the three-day Thanksgiving box office weekend came to $95 million. Uh, it was one of the worst Thanksgiving weekends in box office history. The last time a Thanksgiving weekend grossed under $100 million was in 1994, $94 0.5 million when ticket prices average at four dollars and eight cents. And uh, Jennifer Lopez wants to revisit Geely, her critical critical pan 2003 film with Ben Affleck. In Vogue 73 Questions video with the singer actress interviewer Joe Sabia asked. Lopez about her film and television role, and at one point he asked which project she would want to make a sequel to, to which she responded with a smile, Geely. Elsewhere, Lopez says she regrets turning down the 2002 Diane Lane Richard Gere thriller, Unfaithful, that her 2006 Hector Lavoie, uh, Lavoie um, biopic, uh, e Cantanti, and which she starred with now ex-husband Mark Anthony, is her most underappreciated movie, and that 2019 Hustlers was her most challenging movie to make. Geely, a crime comedy, was written and directed by Martin Bress and also starred Justin Bartha and Christopher Watkins. Uh, Affleck played Larry Geely, who is hired to kidnap someone, and Lopez played Ricky, who is uh, is tasked with accompanying La- uh, Larry to assure he gets the job done. Uh, in January, Affleck uh, reflected on the G. Lee in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, saying it was a really easy choice to sign on to the film, which he admitted is considered a famous bomb right now. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't you go anywhere. Give me, give me, give me some time to think. I'm in the bathroom looking at me. Facing the mirror is all I need. Waiting till the reaper takes my life. Never gonna get me out of life. Without 
pages of my life Walking the past so many pages a million times Drawing up the voices in the end Even the ones that never cared Picking the pieces up and building to the sky That was Imagine Dragons and Bones. Right now we have here uh, 13 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Kevin Hart's Cold as Balls series is returning for its seventh season. In the forthcoming season new trailer, Hart returns to the ice tub with a new cast of guests, including various athletes from across the sports world. The first episode of Cold as Balls seventh season airs on Tuesday, uh, November 29th, and it will include an appearance from former NBA star Dwight Howard. Howard. All subsequent episodes of the new season will air every Tuesday on the Laugh Out Loud YouTube channel, Cold as Balls Facebook page, and Hearts Facebook page. Additional guests will include Alan Alverson, uh, John Wall, Patrick Beverly, Austin Eckler, and Kelsey Plum. The series is produced by the Phillies Native Heartbeat Production and OBB Pictures. Code as Balls, which is currently presented by Old Spice, has included past appearances by uh, Draymond Green, Mashawn Lynch, Gabby Douglas, Lamar Odom, Odell Beckham Jr., Floyd Mayweather, Jerry Rice, Asia Wilson, and a whole lot more. Tyra Perry is uh, shifting gears from one streamer to the next. After briefly taking his talents to Netflix with a a Medea Homecoming, a Fall from Grace, and a Jasmine Blues, the entertainment mogul has inked a four-picture deal with Amazon Studios. Under this new commitment, the Southern Phenom will write, direct, and produce four new movies for Prime Video. Currently, there are five films from his catalog, Daddy's Little Girl, Tyler Perry and Medea, Big Happy Family, for Color Girl, Girls, Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas, and Tyler Perry's Single Moms Club streaming on Prime. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West's marriage has reached its grand finale. The reality star and rapper settled the divorce, with West agreeing to pay $200,000 per month in child support to Kardashian, and according to court documents, which was filed yesterday, Tuesday, in Los Angeles. Now, West, who now goes by Ye, and Kardashian will split custody of their four kids, who are between three and nine years old. Kardashian, who married West in 2014, filed for divorce last year and was declared legally single in March. The settlement ends the need for a custody trial that was scheduled to begin December 14th. The exes who have a prenuptial agreement won't pay spousal support, will cover their own debts, and will split their kids' private school and security bills. Their high-profile relation drew frequent attention even after the February 2021 split, with West publicly advocating to get back together and criticizing Kardashian's relationship with comedian Pete Davidson. 
In a September interview with ABC News, West apologized to Kardashian for any stress that he had caused. West faces new criticism over a recent anti-Semitic comments and other controversial behaviors causing brands, including Adidas, to end partnership with the star. Now, Kardashian condemned hate speech amid the drama. West recently announced he's running for president in 2024 after receiving about 70,000 votes as an independent candidate in the 2020 election. And this season of Saturday Night Live will wind down with a trip down memory lane as former cast member Steve Martin and Martin Short co-hosts. December 10th will be Martin's 16th time as host and Martin's third. While the duo uh, starred together in Hulu's Only Murders in the Building, fresh from netting seven Grammy nominations, country rocker Brandy Carlisle is booked as a musical guest. Now, Martin returns to the 30 Rockefeller soundstage following his two guest appearance earlier this year. He and Martin have made numerous cameos over the year. Uh, this Saturday, Emmy winner Kiki Palmer hosts with musical guest SZA. Elvis play Austin Butler will host the final episode of this season on December 17th. And... Uh, Yay, uh, they are booked as musical guests on that date. I think, uh, yay. Um, the only star to host SNL more than Martin is uh, Alec Baldwin, who had the role 17 times. And Mariah Carey announced on Giving Tuesday that she's giving away the keys to the kingdom during the most wonderful time of the year. The pop superstar known as the Queen of Christmas has joined forces with online travel agency Booking.com for an ultimate holiday experience that will include exclusive one-on-time in her Tribeca penthouse and tickets to her sold-out Madison Square Garden show. The Big Apple Getaway, which is priced at $20.19, will commemorate a Carrie's ambiguous holiday hit, All I Want for Christmas, the first topping Billboard Hot 100 chart. Now, two lucky fans will win a three-night stay from December 16th to December 19th at New York City Plaza Hotel, where Home Alone 2 and uh, 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 Eloise at the Plaza was set. Uh, the package also includes a private guided tour of Top of the Rock to get a bird's-eye view of the Rockefeller Christmas tree, tickets to Radio City Music Hall Christmas Spectacular, and a shopping spree at Saks Fifth Avenue and reservation at the Superstar's favorite restaurant. But the uh, but the the entire experience is a uh, have a, it's going to be like a private cocktail hour in the five-time Grammy-winning. Uh, Grammy winner's New York City penthouse, followed by a Christmas card photo shoot on her rooftop terrace. Now, Mariah Carey's ultimate holiday experience will go on sale December 14th at 5 p.m. Eastern. The Songwriter Hall of Famer officially kicks off the season during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And uh, Will Smith was going through something when he slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, but, but doesn't think that justify his actions. He said in an interview with The Daily Show host Trevor Noah, the actor didn't specify what he was dealing with before the incident at the March Awards show, but said on Monday night episode that the slap stemmed from rage that had been bottled for a really long time. Smith told uh, Noah, quote, that the thing that was most painful for me is I took my hand and made it hard to, for other people. 
I understood the idea where they, where they say hurt people hurt people. Now, um, Smith, who struck rock on stage at Hollywood's Adobe Theater after the comedian made a joke about the shaved head of his wife, Jada Pickett Smith, who suffered from the hair loss condition, alopecia, even Smith felt shock afterwards. Uh, he said, quote, it was a lot of things. It was a, uh, the little boy that watched his father beat up his mother. All of that just bubbled up in that moment. That's not who I want to be, unquote. The national television encounter occurred shortly before Smith won the Best Actor Oscar for his performance as Richard Williams, Venus and Serena Williams' eccentric father in the tennis drama King Richard. Now, Smith apologized multiple times for the slap, including during a tearful acceptance speech at the awards show. Uh, Following the incident, the Academy banned Smith for the next 10 Oscars ceremonies. Uh, Smith first filmed since the ceremony. Emancipation premieres Friday in selected theaters before arriving December 9th on Apple TV+. And on Monday, the actor reiterated previous comments that he hopes his scandal doesn't penalize the success of the new movie in which he portrayed an enslaved man who joins the Union Army after escaping a Louisiana plantation. John Baptiste is ready to strike a chord with the world's leaders. President Biden enlisted the freedom pianist singer to perform Thursday at his administration's first state dinner, which French President Emmanuel Macron and his wife are scheduled to attend. The dinner, which was announced in September, would take place at the White House and recognize France's longtime alliance with the United States. The event will be attended as well by Vice President Kamala Harris and her husband, Doug Emhoff. Now, Macron previously attended the White House State Dinner in 2018 during Donald Trump presidency. Baptiste was the band leader on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert in New York from 2015 until this August. He won five awards at the 2022 Grammys, including Album of the Year for We Are. Released in March of 2021, We Are is the sixth studio album by Baptiste, who had been an artistic director at the National Jazz Museum in Harlem since 2012. Well, we got four minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, that's going to do it for me for this week. Uh, tune in next time when we do it all over again. I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in to this late-night edition of That's Entertainment. We should be back at our normal time next week. But, you know, life life, life is real, and sometimes things happen and things change, but uh, we'll be here next week. Uh, tune in next time again when we do it all over again. Uh, you've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe, stay warm, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>